You are listening to Shooter Scoot, the Flames of War Team Yankee Federation Narman Great World Podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 50mm wargaming with our tongues firmly in our cheeks, our pads as flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us in our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop online at Battlefield Hobbies because Hammy needs an education on what constitutes a nice 3D printed model. If nice dice are your vice, then be sure to check out diceofwar.com.au, our podcast sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. And if you want to pay for something you could get for free, you can now also become a patron supporter by following the link on the Breakthrough Assault blog. Down, Rover! Pay one pound a month for your chance to also become internet famous. I'm Eddie Fez-Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England, and I'm joined by my co-host, Duncan No Games Gosling. <sighs> Sad times. It's back, back under lockdown. Yeah, I know. Sorry, it's a personal vendetta at this point. <laughs> and Lee, ooh, look at me, I play games now and everything. Parnell. Mm. That's also quite personal. <laughs> I, I both in from that one, so I'll go with it. I, I, I do like the idea of you just playing games and sipping a pina colada at the same time, though. That's... That is definitely something that needs to be explored. I, I can't believe Dicey put cocktails in the menu, but I'm, I'm going to have to do this. I have to have a cocktail each time. Different cocktails. Yeah. Yeah. A Molotov you... one at this rate. Yeah, Molotov. Episode 53, the one where we are finished with Midwar. Lee, what are we talking about tonight? Oh, tonight we are going to be doing um, Internet Famous. We're working on new patrons. We'll then be doing Faces, Bases, Something, Something. We discuss aforementioned games and we've been painting. We're then going to take a look at the first of the Midworld books, the um, Fins, um, of the Axis Allies. Um, we'll then have a quick look at events and then we'll shoot and scoot. Fantastic. So, Eddie, you want to say hello to our latest patron? Our internet famous for today, our latest Patreon supporter is the one, the only, the infamous Panzalier. Panzalier? Yeah. I kind of wish they'd done it individually, because at that point we would be retiring, but... What, an entire division? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think they've had a whip round, and they've all chipped in 0.001 of a penny, and uh, (laughs) we we got their uh, their subscription. It's it's 1945, Panzalier. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh no! Yeah, no, it's, it's it's half. It's it's a quarter of a puma and uh, yeah. half a panther, but the panther's already set itself on fire. and yeah. uh, it's full and of a, the river, the river muse and a small potato. Yeah, a small potato. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's their famous Panzalier. Thank you very much, Mister or Mrs. Lear. Mister or Mrs. Lear. Is that what? Is that how? Just I yeah, just Panzer. Panda, yeah. To their friends, maybe I don't know. We're on first name terms. No, I think it should be Mr. Le- Mr. and Mrs. Lear. We're not on first name terms with them yet. It's, it's the, a sign of respect as well. The, the Lears. The Lears, yeah. The Lears. <laughs> Keeping up with the Lears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Faces, faces, something or something. Who's actually done some painting? I have, and I think Lee has as well. Yeah, both both been quite productive. Oh. Well, I painted something. I don't know about being productive as a human being. I painted something. Did you? Ooh. You go first then. You go first. I, I painted something that was not 50, 15 millimeter. Oh, bloody hell. And it wasn't six millimeter. Was it oh. at least on your um, hobby hobby list? Yeah, on nope. the wheel of hobby. Oh, my God. <laughs> was it a wall? If it's a wall, it doesn't count. It predates the wheel of hobby. 
um, by about three and a half years. Is it a knockoff of the Mona Lisa? It's not. It's the, uh, okay. the Maradona with the big boobies. Oh, by Van Klopp. Yes. Um, <laughs> it is. No, it's a, it was a 135th scale uh, resin British tanker in the the tanker's overall boiler suit thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, the little beret mm-hmm. and a little cigar, a cigarette, like pinched between finger and thumb. Uh, that my, my my dad asked me to paint about four years ago. Um, and I thought, well, it's, it's, you know, I found it again. and went, oh, I haven't finished that off. So I actually finished painting that. And, uh, I think that should count some points because it's, it's nice. It's something nice for someone else. Yeah. But doing nice things is always good. And also I thought it was, I, I didn't think it was that great, but he was dead chuffed with it. So I'm quite happy with that. Was he dead chuffed with you and put it in the cut in his case? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. So it wasn't dead chuffed with you and went, oh, that's really nice. Yeah, I'm going to put it on the fridge right next door to this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was one of those. It wasn't like, oh, yeah. oh it's just up to the bin already. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, oh, oh look, it's, it's all in the recycling. Oh. Take it back with you. And you're like, no, this is for you. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't understand. No, no, it's, yeah. So. Oh, excellent. Oh, good. I'm pleased. It was. going to wait a week. It's terrifyingly scary painting 135th scale faces because. Because they they exist, they actually exist, and they have like, you know, you, you do know if you'd have waited a week, you could have given it to him as his Father's Day present, though, right? I'm just saying. Oh no, I've already done. I already sorted that out. Don't worry. Oh, okay. I've scoped him out. He's got a. Uh, he, he was like, oh, because he also he made me. It was a trade because he made me a, a 148 scale P40 um, aeroplane. So I got a nice okay. Pearl Harbor Warhawk sitting there, and he was like, oh yeah, I've always wanted to do a zero, and I've done any Japanese aeroplanes. I took the subtle hint, and he's getting one of those for his. Uh... He's getting zero for Father's Day. Brilliant. Yeah, uh, but the, the the Tamiya one actually comes with four pilots as ground crew standing around. Oh, so nice! I've got a feeling he's going to ask me to paint those. Um, oh. So he'll probably get those in twenty twenty five. Yeah. See, what you need to do is you need to get Tacy painting. We had a discussion about this. It's quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, just need to yeah, Because she, she obviously listens to the podcast and she was talking about... Um, so, hi, Tacey. Uh, she was talking about the the Wheel of Hobby Focus and how it's not really a Wheel of Hobby Focus and it would actually drive her, uh, you know, barmy to, to jump from one thing to another. And she'll have to paint and finish her entire model before she moved on to the next one. A model, yeah, or an army? No, a model. I think I think it would oh. be one figure at a time. But that's essentially what you do. You paint one model and then you bounce off to something else. No, I paint a bit of something. Yeah. You know, oh my god, off. a bit of something? Are you joking? No. You paint like the tracks <laughs> on something, and then put it down, and then go paint something else. Yeah. You monster. monster. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like people I who to write down what I've done because the amount of times I get back to a model, I'm like, did I did it? Is it a blackwash or a sepia? Oh my god! No, this is like people who've got like fifteen books on the go at the same time and just flip between them. Oh, there's only three I'm reading. Oh my god! No, just read one. (laughs) How can you do that? In my defence, I do this. I just got one book in the upstairs toilet and one book in the downstairs toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! So, uh, yeah, I, I can't do that. I can't. I have to have one thing on the. I can. Yeah. No. I know. I, I, my cheese is all out of alignment now. 
It's going to take yeah. a week to get it back into <laughs> some semblance of order. You just yeah. take out your comfort zone. Oh, it's just how can you do that though? Like, how can you just paint the tracks and then put it down again? I just, think I go and paint this other thing now. Normally, it's this mental. I get into a mental block about the next stage. The next stage is like, oh, it's decals, or oh, it's doing this, and then it kind of sits there and gets moved along. The next project comes up, and oh, actually, now that you know, and it kind of moves on. So, um, yeah. Oh just dear God! <laughs> How upsetting! So, uh, what have you boys been painting anyway? You're gonna to have to go next, Lee. I'm, 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 I'm. Yeah. <laughs> My forces. Oh yeah. So I've been painting uh, British infantry. I've oh, got right. um, uh, the, the old the, the metal. I think this got. Well, it's in the last podcast. The metal um, British late war infantry. I've oh. got either box of them. So there's three platoons. I've just got two platoons painted up to the point of needing varnish and basing. I'm just on the third third platoon now this is so, your contrast painting experiment isn't it yes experiment's the right term because i'm not sure it's a successful one but oh really i thought it was going uh, quite well it, it is i'm just not sure i quite like the contrast interpretation of english uniform it's just a little bit too khaki gray for my liking rather than english uniform um. so hmm. I, I used the formula the formula that um Mark's used, and it was the one that's suggested by Battlefront, I think. And they did an article about you know contrast. And... Oh, is this the one where he described it as it's almost too easy, it's cheating? Yeah, and it's fine. Yeah. I, I get that. So, um, but I found that when I put one coat on, it's just it was just way too um, khaki. Like, like I say, it's almost like khaki grey. If I put two coats on the washer Agrax, it gets somewhere close to what I like. And it's still quicker than if I start you know, to like medium brown and then work my way up to English uniform and work my way up to khaki. So okay. um, it's quicker. I'm just not quite sure I'm entirely sold on the final colour. But once I get all the webbing done and get the markings on and base it, it's not too I bad. Say, wait till I'm based because yeah. the basing will make a big difference because it, it does kind of, de- it sounds weird, but it detracts focus from the figure. Yeah. So if you're not pleased with them now, the, the, when they're based, it might draw your eye away enough that it kind of is. I know that sounds weird, but yeah. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, like I say, it's it's it has proved a lot quicker. Like I say, if I had got nearly you know three platoons done, I should have I should have three platoons at least the crews for the twenty five pounders and possibly the six pounders done by the end of the month, which is good going by my standards. Um, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I can't quite count if I like it or not. Is it either, are you putting funny faces when you're looking at them going, under some light, I quite like it, but under under my painting light and the light box light, I don't. So it's probably one of those things that once I actually on the table, it'll be fine. What about barn light? Barn light, well, that's it. The barn, I mean, barn's got pretty good lighting, but yeah, it's still not quite the same as a light box or a yeah. light, so. Blame it on the barn, like. Yeah. Also, like we were saying, the intro got some games in. So, you devil. I Not know. At all. <laughs> so, I, have you rolled a dice yet so far already? Uh, not since the games that we had here. Jeez. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Tread yeah. carefully, Lee. Yeah. Well, well, once you get once you get back from from your your latest. Um, 
deployment. Work deployment. Let's go deployment. Yeah. Then we'll, Once we'll I've taken to... down the, uh, oh god, what are they called? Oh, my dad would be beating me up right now. <laughs> Not Eagle Squadron. Condor. Condor. Condor Legion. There you go. I give it away. Condor Squadron. <laughs> yeah, the Condor Legion. Once I've been shot I down, know. Condor Legion. Yeah, let's get back to old Blighty, and we'll have to get a game in at the Dyson, which is where I was. Right, so, so, all right, all right, here we go. So, you book the date, the table, and I'll bring a painted 100 points of late war US tanks. Okay. Well, Do you have painted late war US tanks? They're 80% done. Oh my right, God. So, it's a, it's a help you get over, get them done. So, that's could only be yes. a good thing. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, I so I was playing. Like I say, so this is my first time at the latest Dice Saloon, the new venue, the new the new one, the new, actually on, yep. the new one actually on London Road itself, rather than being tucked away in an industrial estate part of it. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised because I mean it looked it's always looked nice, but I had my doubts as to how would it look at night when on on the lights and the um, how would it be with the sound of people in there that kind of thing. Because it's all one big hall as opposed to all one big hall, yeah. different rooms, yeah. Yeah, and obviously it's working at it was at full capacity for its COVID configuration, which is still going to be a lot less than say the post-COVID when people, more people in there. But yeah, it was quite it was quite good. The lighting was spot on. I didn't have any problems at all. There wasn't much in the way of um, a sound issue either. Even with, like say people on the table next to us and that kind of thing, it was it was all very pleasant. They got the thing where they have table service, so someone comes over, takes your order for like food and drink. Oh no! What a shame. The menu, the menus all. You, you basically like do a little QR code, and it brings the menu on your phone. And they had um, the pizza oven's not working yet, but they had like paninis, um, that kind of thing there. <laughs> yeah, and the drinks, the drinks menu has been expanded. Not only just the soft drinks that we had in the previous venue. Or even the beers that were in the first venue, but now they also have cocktails and bottles of wine. They've gone full up market. You can you can drink a whole bottle of wine. I reckon I could try. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just... Oh my gosh, that's, that that'd be tasty sorted then, because you're going to sit there, be within range of three pokey stops, just drinking a bottle of wine. Okay. Oh, you want to go <laughs> dice loot again? Yeah, sure, no worries. <laughs> Which one's that one? I don't remember anything that happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... So yeah, it was, and um, yeah, so you, you book your table um, and say what kind of table you want and what terrain you want because the t- terrain's been sort of pre-packaged into a table's worth of stuff. You, you set, still set this up yourself. Oh, okay. It's like a pre-packaged thing, so that way they can control it better in terms of you know. That's exactly how. We, that's how we ended up running the Guildford Games Club in the end. Yeah. So it's all very 28 millimeter optimized, but I still I, I bought a few buildings down, a few tree lines with me, so I was able to knock together a fairly decent table with what I had in terms of the um, materials, as it were. And I was playing Nathan with his um, Stuart and M10 um, force. So we had two full strength platoons of Stuarts, one full strength platoon of Shermans. And then a the M10 formation had two M10s and a security section. Is are that platoons of five then, right? Platoons of five for the for the for the tanks yep. and platoons of four for the tank destroyers. Yeah. So there's a lot on there, and I it's was a taking, nice, It's a very nice list. It was, yeah. And I was taking um, 
basically a bagration yeah. a bagration panther force so it had i had one platoon of um i had a panther hq just a single one i had a platoon of three panthers a platoon of five panzer fours and a platoon of two ostwinds to make up the formation with a rebuild card which knocks my tactics down to four but makes takes a point off each unit were, were these the Oswins that weren't? Yeah, these, yes. these were these were the Oswins where I suddenly realised I can't actually take um, the two centimetre um, flak plans as I originally planned to take, and to quickly um, knock up, build the Oswins that I've been in the box since I got them like a month ago. And I didn't have time to do the holes, so I literally built the turrets and popped them on some spare Panzer four holes. So there's um, unpainted turrets and painted holes. So I broke my thing and not using unpainted um, troops. Well, they were like Dunkelgelb yellow, right? Yeah, but it's, a, it's quite a stunning difference versus the, <laughs> the Dunkelgelb hole, as it were. Shame. 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 Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had um, a pair of the two centimetre Pumas, um, three Wesps, an OP. And then to round it out, I had the Spurvan card, which gives you a Panzer Grenadier platoon, who are reluctant but can't attack on freeze. But they don't count for well, they they don't count for your six percent on. So you get an addition to that, which means my They're reserve. Always on, aren't they? Yeah, which means my reserve could be the five pans of fours. I'm going to try to do something tricky with like you know four panthers or something like that. So I still have one dice reserve, but just a much smaller one than normal. That's good. That's kind of right Yeah, it was it was a good game, but I just. It was the worst possible list to take on that force because I just yeah. got overwhelmed by 37 millimeters. I start, I had the Panthers on at the start, and so I, I did quite initially well. So if I couldn't land a hit on his M10s, and then I didn't, and because of the reduced tactics, I couldn't scoot back at the line of fire. So I got mobbed by two platoons of Stuarts, one each side of me, and they just pumped all their 37 millimeters into the flanks. So I just got unlucky in the armor rolls. I lost their um, lost the Panthers. I lost two Panthers, and of course the other one ran away as soon as it could because eight <laughs> Panthers. Brave, brave, so, um, brave, Sir Robin. And I was just sort of um, I, I was taking, I was extracting force from, but my my reserves were late or no delayed reserves anyway, and then they were delayed further by me just not being able to roll a dice for reserves. So I was on the back foot. And, but yeah, it was good, it was a good game. It was nice to be playing that, you know, playing some throwing some dice and. The second time since the, so we got out the first sort of stage of lockout. So yeah, it was good. Yeah, nice I did. Did Nathan have the um, engineers as well? Oh yeah, he had. Yeah, so he had a platoon of combat engineers as a support. Platoon. Teams, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not the company. Okay. Just yeah, just one platoon. Um, didn't really get up to much. I, they got a bit unlucky in that my um, wesps took out two teams at start and they didn't unpin for like two or three turns. Um. And my, my little pumas were just rattling away with their auto can not pumas, the, the two centimetre version was just rattling away at them with the auto cannons, like chipping away at them, but not really doing enough to get onto the objective. Yeah. So they, they, they held the objective, which is an important thing. Yeah, that's the way you look at it. <laughs> Console yourself with that fact. Well, because I, was, I still lost the game. I was, I was hoping to get onto <laughs> it. <damned, laughs> those damned engineers, as um, Piper said. They are, they're, yeah. They're. I like them. Well, it's nice. I actually really like the company card as well, where you can take them as the the formation by themselves. Yeah. 
But yeah, you're right, though. That is a very tricky list for you to play because your Panthers don't really want to be shooting any of that because it's not really high enough value to yeah. warrant them yeah, breaking a sweat. I was arguing whether I should have had the Petuna Panthers as my reserve rather than the Panther fo- the Panther Fours because uh, when I was going, well, actually, I, I did survive a couple of hits on the M10 with the Panther, which obviously I wouldn't have done with a Panther Four. So I'm not yeah. sure which way to go on that one. Um, I. Yeah, I think you just want the hitting power up front. Yeah. I think you're Yeah. I mean, you, you, your Mark 4s are just as good, I guess, at knocking out any of that stuff as your Panthers are. Yeah. Like I say, it's, I mean, obviously the Panthers overkill versus the M10. The real just difference the is it's just got a chance of, of you know, withstanding the return fire, which I'd say you don't really get with a Panzer 4. Hmm, tricky. Mm, it was tricky. Did you... sure... Oh, go on. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure, like I say, I'm still not sure anything, anything about now, which if I did it right, as it were, and how I played that. Would you take the Sphere but for a band again? Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, they're good. Mm. Uh, it works really It works really nice, that list, in terms of how it synergizes with getting stuff in reserve while still feeling like a thematic force. Mm. I, don't feel, I don't feel like I'm gaming it. I could quite easily be a second Panzer Force post-Normandy. Everything worked there in terms of the theming, which is good. Um, so yeah, I the reluctant came up once where they didn't unpin on a turn where it would have been really handy if they had unpinned to assault a couple of bailed um Stuarts and take a oh, take just walk over and yeah, because yeah. yeah. my, my, my Panzerfaust and Panzer Shrek hit and obviously automatic penetrate, and I can't I couldn't pass a firepower test all night with them, so well, I was they're five plus, them. aren't they? Yeah, they're and Nathan yeah. Was, was always getting back in. But one time he was ready to be close to the objective. I could have just walked over and captured him. So that's that's quite annoying. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's it's got potential. I think I'm going to stick with this list for a little bit longer. Just play around with it. Um, not well, not change anything. Just keep playing it and just see. See where you get to. Yeah, I think nice. I've got the most promise most promise out of Panther list I've played so far. Hmm. So yeah, that's me. Intriguing, Duncan. Uh. I've been painting stuff again. So I painted my R2 company, my well, R35 for the uh, 100th um, training Panzer uh, Battalion in Normandy. So they're all painted, all 12 of them, which is nice. All 12 points. It feels like painting Iranians. <laughs> Um, but they, they come out quite nicely. It's just, it, it is um, amazing how easily you forget about how much of a pain sometimes like metal and resin tanks were. Yeah. Like just getting them together and like things just trying to get them to fit and then scoring the resin and metal to make sure it actually stuck together properly and yeah, fiddling around with the turret and all this kind of stuff where I think, yeah, sometimes I forget how spoiled you are with plastic tanks. And just clipping sure. everything off and just, but yeah, they they were they were quite nice to paint. They're they're so small, so tiny, tiny little things. I put them next door to some yag uh, yag panthers I've got, and they're just completely dwarfed. Like they don't block line of sight or anything. <laughs> I know it's like it's almost like the grots and orcs thing from Forty K. Yeah. which happens like they don't block line of fire for the yag panthers behind them, but still provide cover. Exactly, it's just, <laughs> it was just absolutely. Potty, but um, <laughs> but they were quite cool. Um, so yeah, I've done those, and I painted um some M8 Scout cars for my Americans and some Jeeps 
and then some 105 mil Shermans. Again, to give me some options for the um, second infantry division for Normandy. Number 105. Yeah, they're they're nice. They're nice little um, nice little kits. I was very impressed though with the jeeps and the uh, reconnaissance stuff. Yeah, that's a nice nice box. It's just um, just stuff I forgot as well. Like oh oh, they've got observer. Yeah, mate's got observer. Oh, that's really cool. So I don't have to just go chasing stuff down to provide some work to my army. I can um, sit at the back and just spot for all these artillery pieces that I've got. Nice. Yep. Which I hadn't, I hadn't appreciated. But that, I think that's why they're a little bit... I consider them a little bit expensive, I think, for what they actually are. Um, purely because, because of, I think it's because of that. Because I'm not, I'm not really enamoured by the single gun barrage of a 60mm mortar. Um, <laughs> not on a jeep anyway wow. um, it, I killed a stand with it just a pig with the tune yeah you know I oh, know you can do it it's just it's, I just find them irritating to do and remember oh, and everything yeah. else so um, and he was saying that the, the doctrine was to smoke with them and I'd look and they've not got the rule well, so can't put an effective smoke barrage down when there's one cheap, I imagine, for the, the scale of what 40k is. Sorry, 40k? Flames of War. <laughs> oh, we were, talk- we were just saying that that was kind of... Yeah, but they could, if they gave them direct fire smoke, it would give them a bit of a... You know, a, a point, I guess. You could yeah, fire a single direct fire the, smoke and then scoot. With the range of that, you'd get machine gun to death in return. This has got 32-inch range. Okay. Oh, even if it's like a 16. Uh, oh, I suppose. At that point, it drops down to like yeah, sixteen inches. In which case, you're getting fifty cow to death. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just, I just find them weird. Like the 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 M10s are two points each because they, they must be because um, the the platoon comes with one and then two jeeps and it's three points, and then to get the second M10 it goes up to five. So I think obviously all the points are in the M M8s. Yeah, just just roll the barrage and then just do the two two dice trick where you know per team. Oh. Two dice, they've both got a pass to count as being a hit. That's yeah, nicely. It's it's fine. I'll find, I mean, I'll find some way to do it. I just think I need some recce for my infantry, to be honest. And that's the I was trying to work this out, but I think they're the only real way you can get it in. They're the only divisional support option for recce. So it's, you either have them or, or take another formation that has something different in them. Yeah. So, yeah. I've done them, so that's that's taken me up, and I've built some uh, built some para- Italian paratroopers as well. Yes, so, built the first platoon of those. So I was trying to work out exactly how to do it because you get the um, old un- unknown he- unknown hero. Is that how, is yes. that what it's called? Yeah, you get that in there as well. So you get a command stand, uh, a formation command stand, or half of it, and then an unknown hero. I was trying to work out how, how are you supposed to put this together. I thought at one point I had one too few rifle bases, but it wasn't. It was just trying to. I had to look at the. Um, there was no assembly guide. I just had to look at the the um, platoon thing on the website in the end. Oh. But they, they were quite cool. They got some cool like machine guns on the paratroopers. The guys are sort of holding them at waist height and firing them from the hip, which is a. Uh, it's ballsy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It won't hit anything, but it's pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. just chugging away. So yeah, I'll, I'll plough through some of those, and I've, then I've 
I've just at the moment, as we're speaking, I'm painting some stugs. So they're just the old open fire stugs. Nice. Um, just three of them, and I've pin washed twelve Stuart M5 tanks. So they're on the list as well. Well, go go go! Yeah, full steam ahead again. Nice. Trying not to get this too distracted, but I, I am pinballing around through projects again. But it's keeping me going. I think doing that, so I'm not going to stop myself doing it. Yeah, daily. What you should try doing though is painting the tracks for one thing and going off and doing no, 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 no. <laughs> there's pinballing and then there's that. Wherever that is, I don't even know what the name for that is. Wrong. Fez Sinful. Balling. Huh? Baseballing. Fezballing. Oh, fezball. No, that's something different. <laughs> something very different and very personal. <laughs> All right. So, what we. Mid war fins. Yep. So, do you like sitting on the doorstep of Leningrad? <laughs> do you like getting on another GCHQ uh, watch list when you say White Death? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll, that'll be on a watch list, definitely. <laughs> uh, to our assigned GCHQ advisor, we haven't talked for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He just his ears have pricked up. He's just dropped his um, half a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> White yes. mid-war Finnish forces 1942 to 1943 with the upside down Mannerheim cross yeah which um, they didn't fix for some reason we can tell we've gone back to mid-war we've got the funny name we've got the funny names again is, yeah, uh, yeah. I, that was the Finnish sniper wasn't it I can't remember the guy's name but that was his what he was called wasn't it apparently what the Germans called him oh, um, yeah. Soviets called him yeah yeah yeah. That's it. Some of that, yeah. Blimey. That was brutalised that. Well, yeah, you know, he's not a patron. He's <laughs> even more... <laughs> even more brutalised. So it's, um... Like I say, this is one of those booklet mid-war lists, basically. It just covers, let's say, one force, all the cards... All the um, things thrown in, basically. Have we seen? Have we seen it? Is it going to be like the paratroopers? Is it all going to be in one handy dandy? Package? I believe. Yeah, I believe that's the case. It's this is like a, a self-contained thing with the um, unit cards and the command cards. I think. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, so it's like the twenty-first Panzer as well. That type of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a nice. Folio. A folio. Everything you need apart from the actual troops. No, you don't need troops, the Finns. You can't, they'll never be able to spot them anyway. Just yeah, you just, just do snow bases. And that, that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, so the, book, the book starts off by covering, like, say, the continuation war and where it picks up, like, say, in 1942. All the, okay. all the fighting going along across, like, say, the Finnish-Soviet border from the north all the way down to, like, say, Leningrad. The fact that it's minus 30 to minus 40 degrees Celsius. What standard? It's, it's been nice in the summer. Yeah, <laughs> that's too cold. Yeah, we're fighting the Arctic Circle. It's always going to be a, a thing. Um, and we get to know your tanks. We get a preview of what's coming up. Because we got <laughs> no, the know your tanks. Yeah, the the, the smorgasbord of them. It starts off with it. It, it sort of like lulls into false security because it starts with the cool stuff like T twenty eight, KV one, T thirty four. Next page over T twenty six. Oh, you got to love a T twenty six though. <laughs> What in 1943? Yeah, mm, it, I'm not sure you have to love it. I think, you, well, you know, 
it, it yeah. all depends on what the other guy's got. Well, yeah, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king, but yeah. yeah. I think the Russians might have upgraded by that point. It's just a cute little tankette. I mean, what you can say for it is you've got a lot of them, but um, <laughs> I say a lot. It's a lot by Finnish standards rather than yeah. a lot by Soviet <laughs> standards. Three, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Three tanks. Woohoo! Two to three, yeah. Yeah. So we've got three formations in this force. Oh, let's get the pass. I haven't got to the specials yet. No. Um, so we've got three formations in this force. We've got their um, armoured company, which deals with all the tanks. And we have two infantry forces, the light infantry and the stand infantry. Of which the main difference when we get to those two is the sort of stats, as it were, and some of the composition. And the support units, you've got two tank boxes, of which your biggest gun is the pack 14, the smallest gun is the little pack 36. We've got um, self-propelled and fixed artillery in two boxes, um, plus a mortar, a 120mm mortar box. Nice. Um, we've got anti-aircraft options of 20mm to a 40mm, so it might as well just be a 40mm. Yeah. <laughs> Take the bofers. Yeah. A recce, the recce option is purely BA-10s, but I think the scouts appear in the infantry sections. And then a pioneer platoon, which is interesting because it's not often you see infantry as a, as a support. support thing. Yeah. And, of course, you've got a little biplane, the Fokker CX fire bomber. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a nice... It's a single-page flow diagram. So, it's, you know, it's, it's targeted. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so, Bijou. Yeah. Yeah. You've also got you know, formation support box, yep. as you normally expect. The, that allied support box, have we seen one similar? As it states, you may field one compulsory unit from a German formation as support. Yep. And one German formation yeah. as allied that's pretty, formation. That's pretty standard. One, hold on, one you, compulsory unit? Yeah, you can put the black box German unit. Yes, you can just take one unit and pop it in. I don't think you've seen that before. That's yeah. what I I've seen, I've seen people putting like American M10s into British lists and stuff. I'm pretty sure it's a standard thing. Let's go, hmm. oh. Let's go, go quickly have a look at... Um... Race, race. People look things up on the internet whilst racing. Look at Armoured Fist. I, go, I thought Armoured Fist being a mid-war book would be the nearest comparison because I have the American bit in there. I'm pretty sure I've seen people doing this. It's better than yeah. But DJ Americans, like I just searched for. DJ like, Americans. So, so Allied support in Armored Fist was you may fill one compulsory unit from a US formation of support and one US formation as an Allied formation. So, yeah, it's That's been a thing in mid war since the start. Yeah. It's just the I'm first sure. time we've rebuilt the Axis because there hasn't been any Axis allies until now. So, apart from um, Italians, in oh, he says straight away, Italian the lists the books though. Uh, because that's now you can literally take any core German unit, so you could have you know. So Avanti was a bit of a weird thing, and it had both things. It had like say German some Germans put cooked in, but also yeah. it had again you may feel two compulsory units from a German formation as support and one German oh, formation okay. as another formation. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, it's not as unique as I thought. And also the wonderful wild card box. Still to yeah. be used. That exists just to confuse new players. Yeah. What are the wild cards? Um, none. There are none. It's just there. One day there'll be wild cards. One great glorious day. It's just there to tease you. It's for the mouse. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a hell of a wild card. Yeah. It's like a special twenty nine list, yeah. Yeah. So special rules come up next. Um I say so a bit like the late war one, all the infantry get hunters, they can like treat snow, woods and forests as cross country. So when you're finished playing, make sure you bring lots of that to sit up on the table. <laughs> yep. It's like being wood elves and making sure you've got lots of wood on the table. Yeah, 15 million wood. Yeah. For no reason, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, they get crafty, which means they improve their tactics rating. Um, they have flamethrowers and pioneers, as expect. We then have the armed reserve rule, which we discussed in the late war list, which is basically, even if you got next to no armour, you still count for deep reserves. Yeah. Okay, it's, a, it's a handicap rather than a... Yeah, exactly. Rank, yeah. And they have small numbers, which means the force may only contain the number stated on the unit of this type of armor platoon. So if it's like you can literally have the two KVs that exist, even if you have multiple formations, which I think is quite a nice way of making sure a player can't go you know, more tanks than the Atkins actually had. It's uh, a the 17 million yeah KVs all of a sudden. I mean, Wait a minute. We'll start to think where every finished player has those two KVs that everyone has, that we see, but um, yeah, but at least it's you can't have four KVs, you can't break history. No, and when we look at the actual formation which comes up next, it then restricts it for it helps that further by basically having the three boxes of which you can have the HQ as T26s, um, one compulsory 226 platoon, which as we said was three of them. Well, they're up to five of them, sorry. There are five in the platoon for those guys. Yeah. Uh, the next box, can, the next compulsory box can be T28s or T26s. And then your first optional box can be T26s or KVs or T34s. So it, for, you, can't have, you can't have both the KV and the T34 in the same force, which is good. Cause it, I don't think they, I think they were in separate. Um, well, you could if you had two formations. Yes, if you had, exactly. If you had two formations, you could, yeah. Which, considering that three T26s are only... Sorry, two T26s are three points. Five of them are eight points. Yeah, you could quite easily have multiple Yeah. And then the last box you got is your um, land, that Basically, the finish recruitment of a Nimrod. Self-propelled AA gun. Basically, it's not a tank. What's not to love? Yep. So, Better. Both is on a cheat, uh, truck. Um, but T26, obviously, it's not. It's a, basically a fearless, trained, careful, armoured one box. It's, um, yeah. Oh, but it, is, it is crafty. It is crafty, it's, so it's got better. three plus. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so you can <laughs> blitz, <laughs> blitz out with it. Shoot, shoot and scoot, your heart's content. Blitz out cover, yeah. That's what you, that's what you, all you really need skill for with the tank, unless you're going to start trying to assault people, which is generally inadvisable. <laughs> when you're in a little death trap. Mm. It's eighty-seven. It's not ter- It's not terrible in mid-war. I mean, it's not great, but it's not drop-dead uh, rubbish. I know it's, it's going to threaten Panzer Freeze and Panzer Fours. So yeah. Obviously, Tiger's not going to break a sweat too much, but <laughs> but let's face it, Tigers are still that... relatively rare in mid-war compared to say late war. Yeah. Um, obviously, the platoon of T26s you can have up to five of them. So you know you can get quite a lot of. Um, Units in there, as it were. The T28, so we get the T28 next. And this is where we get the first one saying your force can only contain up to two T28 armor platoons. Ooh. 
So you can have two formations. You can have both in BT28s, and that's your lot. They look cool. I love you the T28. It's surprisingly well armed, actually. Armor four and side armor three is actually more than I thought they're going to be. I think they're going to be less. I'm surprised with the side armor. The the front armor I think has always been four-ish. Yeah, side armor three. I don't I don't remember, but it seems chunky. They're like a land battleship, and they're still hit on fours. Oh yeah. (laughs) But I mean, the thing is, they have got the benefit benefit here of having that turret rear machine gun boost their assault rate. Yeah. Yeah. So you hit on freeze and assaults and a top armor too. So these guys are going to be your line breakers. At their rate of five machine gun. Yeah. Or halted. And they've still got, like I say, that short 76, which gives them an eight tank, seven firepower free shot if they need it for the, um, you know, get some HE fire down. So I think, I think you know, most Finnish players are going to be taking some of these T28s in the, in the armored force. They're very well points, I think, as well. Four being, you know, just shy of four points each. Yeah, I think that's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, well, you compare it to the next option you can have for the heavy arm, which is a KV, where it's um, again, <laughs> very similar stats in terms of fearless, trained, careful, but with the assault free and tactics free. And obviously, all the points the, in the world. Yeah, it's the E version, so it's slow in front arm a nine, side arm eight. Yeah, it's a tiger. <laughs> yeah. But like I say, you are paying the points for it because it's like 15 points a tank and you can have up to two of them. And your force can only contain one such platoon. So, but that's that's still I still think that's pretty good going because how much is the tiger th- in mid war? It's like thirty points, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. But would I you can't... take? I think would you, I think a single KV one could be quite an interesting thing because obviously two you got the whole morale issue. No, one, never, yeah, no. one for fifteen is perfect. Don't yeah, don't take two. Well, because like you said, one gets bailed and then suddenly you don't get back in and you've got 30 points worth of tanks evaporating. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I say, the T-34, it's three of them. Um, it's the original version, so it's overworked. And you can have up to one of those platoons in your force again. So would you take the KV-1, a single KV-1, or three T-34s? And obviously, obviously, your um, three TV fours is is twice the points, basically, of one KV one. Uh, I take the KV. I don't. I don't think it's going to be hard to use those three well because on the previous experience when I played against them, the T thirty fours tend to spend a lot of the time running around. Yeah. Because they are that overworked, so you end up dashing them and then getting them into position to fire. It's three times the shots, though. Yeah, but they're still not great. They're only 89 shots. Yeah, but this is mid-war, mate. You've got to, you know... I know, I know. Uh, Recalibrate your 18 I will counter your your counter with... It is mid-war, and that's a third of your points in three tanks. In one platoon. I guess. That's a lot of points. And I, I think as we'll go through... You'll find that the Finns do not have a lot of spare points. No. Shock horror, no. What? I know. I know. <laughs> they are they are quite a points hungry um force. Unless I suppose unless you're gonna flood the table with T twenty sixes, but if you want to do that, I think you probably might be better off just looking at Soviets. Just rushing yeah. across the table. But I, I think it's nice. I like the T twenty eight. I think that's an an, an interesting addition. I, we well, A we haven't seen that before. I don't think. I don't remember it um, appearing in any 
the Soviet books. No, no, it's first time I've seen it. And Armour 4 is not terrible in mid-war. The gun's decent. You know, it's 87, and you're right, that Armour 3 on the side is going to be a real problem for infantry. I like the idea. I was just quickly working out my head, but like I say, HQ T26, two and platoon each of T26s and T28s, a KV1, and then Nimrods. It's about, I think there's like 46 points. I just quickly worked out in my head. So it's sub 50, which is means you've got second formation potentially, or a lot of support. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Intriguing. That is intriguing. That's quite cheap. That gives you some. I mean, the, the KV you can just park on an objective, or vice versa. Just go. I'm going to try and take your objective with this. But I say, I'm going to park box. the objective. It's going to be the enemy's objective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if you're going to be attacking all the time with it. If you aren't attacking, you're going to have to defend your objective, aren't you? Yeah, it's true. And I say, with speed eight, it's, not, it's going to take a while to get to said enemy's objective. But yes, it's. Uh... We're coming. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's like the old uh, Austin Powers thing with the, the steamroller going down the hallway. Yeah. Just... No! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we get to, next we get to the first of the infantry um, companies. The light infantry company, the Jaeger, the Chikari. Jaeger-Kari. I'm pretty sure that's my mother-in-law how it's pronounced. But it's pronu- it says on uh, here, pronounced Jaeger-Kari. Yeah, it says it's not, it's not too far for Jaeger then, yeah. Um, like I say, so it's relatively conventional layout. Um, HQ, two light troops, compulsory. You've then got um, two, up to two more, though one of them can be an SMG platoon, which obviously is quite handy for mobile fire. You've got MGs, A1mm mortars, and anti-tank rifle platoons. So there's no in-formation anti-tank support in this force. But I'm pretty sure that's the same for the... Yeah, so the, like, the actual other infantry do have that. It's all very concentrated on the infantry this, in this, mm. this formation. Yeah. But they are fearless, trained, careful with the improved tactics. So they are... Trained, careful. Yeah, that's nice. Mm. Fearless, trained, careful, and then crafty on the tactics. Yeah. About a point of stand for, for, um, for the infantry. And you can have up to nine in a platoon. So it's a really big platoon. Yeah, but it's before you start adding in all the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, you can add, um, add an anti-tank rifle, um, a 50 millimeter mortar, and a mach- heavy machine gun. <laughs> My God, that heavy machine gun, two points. Yeah, yeah, that's going to stack up quickly, isn't it? And they got the hunter's rule, so they can dash through all the woods and snow you can put in the way. And then, like I say, the, the SMG platoon is slightly pricier, but obviously, then you're tra- your Assaulting on three plus at that point, you'll improve the assault because we're armed with SMGs. Yes. Uh, and you can still bring a, a mortar and a an tank rifle along. But sadly, not a machine gun because that would have been quite yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, that would have been useful. <laughs> I'd like to see uh, the, yeah, the guys keeping up with a bloody Maxim plus it's Maxim yeah. running after these guys with Sumis. <laughs> but you're right, from a defensive perspective, having an HMG that you could just use to stru- save off. Mind you, that's that's chunky. Nine, nine stands of SMGs. Yeah, yeah each putting up three shots at you know, four inches. Yeah. And the thing, I mean, the thing is, you're going to have two. You need you got your two compulsory platoons of light infantry. They could be sitting there providing the HMG fire. Yep. You need to. Um, or just to buy the Maxim uh, platoon. Yeah. 
I think you're going to have to look at putting the um, any tank rifle in for mid-war because they've got no other in way of even defending themselves against a tank assault, have they? Really? No. And like I say, you can have one each platoon plus a concentrated platoon of four of them as well. Oh. I mean, eight tank five, firepower five, it's, it's the very definition of better than nothing, I guess. But it's They're rough too, though. Yeah, and rate fire yeah. one with its pin, so it'll still be able to put um, defensive fire, which is good. Yeah, but the you know it's the fact that you could you know if you get lucky, stop the assault altogether. Yep, that's very true. Especially yeah. in the off tracks. I mean, our next murder, yeah. And the next option you got is your infantry company, which. Similar layout, excepting that you swap out the anti-tank rifle um, platoon for a 37 or a 45 millimeter anti-tank platoon, and also your um, the fourth box, which is um, can be light infantry or SMG. So you can have a platoon of light infantry in your force. That's quite handy. Yeah, because um, the stat-wise, they're pretty much the same. Fearless, trained, careful, but but the infantry don't get crafty. So they haven't got improved, that improved um, tactics. They're just flat trained for the scale four up. Mm-hmm. But they are um, rifle MG teams rather than rifle teams. They put out slightly more firepower. Oh, right. Shot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Mm. I'm not, neither. Mm, I'm not sure if one of the one comes across <laughs> as distinctly better than the other. I think it's going to come down to your play style. I think if you yeah, think you're right. here, we have Duncan being non-committal. Well, no, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking that you know that neither of those teams have extensively better than the other on paper. So I think that's good. You know, it shouldn't be a no-brainer to go. Oh, I'm always going to take the light infantry. I'm always going to take the infantry platoon because they've both got the pros and cons. I think I lean more towards the infantry company, if only because I like the idea of having. But infantry company putting out a fire and then having the SMG platoon going along because the SMG platoon is the same as the light infantry one, so it also gets crafty. So you've got your infantry platoon putting down the base of fire while the SMG goes in and clears the assault. I, I also think I just lean more towards having the anti tank guns. I mean, admittedly, it's only a pair of them, but I just, it just, I think I prefer that over the anti tank rifles in terms of a information anti tank support. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. It's worth noting the 30, the thirty seven here does get the still um still granite um round. Which gives that little handy little anti tank boost, albeit very short ranged. Is it it's not that much more to actually get it on there either, it's a point point of gun, so hmm. I think if you go do it I think if you go take thirty sevens you take them with the still granites, put it that way. Yeah. I think you're right, yeah. Otherwise you, you might as well might as well take the forty fives. Exactly, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, well, the 45s are the same points, aren't they? Exactly the yes. same. So, yeah. is there a. I suppose it's still going to is 12 rather than mm-hmm. 7. Oh, and but, also, you're trading. Yeah, you're also trading anti tank for range because their um, 37 has got a range of 24, but anti tank is 6. Whereas the 45s only got a range of 20, but obviously a high anti tank is 7. I like that. Mm. I it, again, nothing is leaping out as being massively better than the other. I like that. Yeah. Um, so support, 
We got BT forty twos. I love the little BT forty two. It's just it's like it's a little it's a little assault gun that could. <laughs> it's, it's reasonably well pointed, I think, as well for what it does. Yeah, it's got and the artillery it, barrels now. Yeah, it's got a bombard, so it's not just direct fire anymore. But it's you know brutal, which is always handy for direct fire. You, you can't take any fire back there. <laughs> no. so with the front armor too. No, you got to be a bit careful about where you put said shots. So yeah, but yeah, it's a handy little artillery piece otherwise. Um, BA-10, I'll just say about that, it's you know it's a pretty handy little um, scout and spearhead option. And then you've got the option of um, you know, pack, pack 50s and the pack 30, sorry, not pack 50s, pack 38, 50 centimetre. Mm-hmm. The pack 97-38, which is a um, rebarreled um, you know, 75, front 75, or the pack 40. But the little platoons of two, which, as we all know, is not the greatest, not the greatest way to fill that yeah. tank. I mean, yeah, the only upside you've got is that they are fearless. Yeah. So. I, we all know uh, how fearless troops do. Revolves. Yeah, rubbish. Yeah. Um, that's just, I, I mean, it's probably historically accurate, but that's a lot of points to sink into something that, you know, could just evaporate and mm. in a very inopportune moment as well. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. You can't, wow. I think you you kind of got to take those pack 40s because you need a high in the eight tank. You've got no other way of getting it in this army otherwise. Well, the other thing is, I mean, they're only two points more than the 50s. So, yeah. I mean, you're only paying a point a gun. You might as well go big on those and, yeah, get the big get the big ones in. Mm-hmm. Get the big boomers. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you why. Like I say, the 120mm mortars, always handy, I think. I think you include Cost-effective. You get those in there long. Well, there's, there's also in that magic sweet spot of three, isn't it? Yeah. So you don't even have to buy the fourth one in there. They are only trained, though, but hmm, that's still good artillery. And it's got that's... a smoke bombardment on a 120. Yeah. That's unusual. What? Yeah. That is good. Yeah. I mean, the, the 105s are your standard um, German 105. Again, compare fairly favorably to the BT-42 in terms of the points. Yeah, it's about the same. Yeah. Uh, Pioneer Platoon. It's quite nice. Seven rifle teams and two flamethrowers. Burn, baby, burn. Yeah. It's it's not super cheap, but it's it's useful. Nine points. Oh, it's just, it's just, I mean, it's the same points as what the actual um, infantry platoons were with nine teams. Yeah. It's... Mm. I, I, yeah. It's not, it's not terrible. Not great. Not terrible. I think if you could go for an assault force and having those in makes makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the two flamethrowers is nice. Mm-hmm. It is just nice. Now, th- this is where I'm confused on when we come to the next section because it's the captured Russian artillery, right? Yep. But it's better than the 105s. In that they're cheaper. In that, they're, well, you got 122 mil guns that have yeah just seem better on paper. I don't know what. I don't know what's going on there. Is it the direct fire that, that makes them cheaper? Because they haven't got as good direct fire? I mean, the stat-wise, yeah, they're shorter range than the 105. Um, but You're saving two points. Yeah. Right off the bat. I think it must be, the reason it, that could be is purely down to that fact it's got a shorter range on its, on its direct and indirect, on its direct fire. Because indirect, it's got a longer range. Yeah. 
Ah, no smoke. It doesn't have smoke, though. Okay. That might be a, a distinguisher there. The 105 I mean, has got smoke and smoke bombardment, whereas the 122 does not have either of those as an option. It's just, I just think if you take a couple of those with the 120s, mm-hmm. with the 122s, that's a lot of digging out Russian infantry. Yeah. There's three up firepower all over the place. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I think you're right there. Surprisingly cheap, that. Hmm. The ten points for that reason. Cheap. Well, it's just one of those ones you look at and go, why, why would I pay two points more? What What does it give me? Yeah, you're right. Smoke's a, uh, it smoke is a bit of a big deal, but if you're going to shave some points anywhere, I'd probably suggest that the, there's not a bad start, place to start. Yeah. And uh, what do you think of the 76 mils? Do you think they're worth it? Because they're like think... 25 pounders for fins, pretty much, aren't they? I mean, they have got a handy dual roll thing there because anti tank eight, but very short range that direct fire. So that's a thing that counts against them. Yeah. The twenty five pounder's got a range of twenty four, which is much more useful. I mean, I'm not saying they're the best gun of the, you know, best gun of the war, good, but because oh, it's not twenty five pounder, of course. That's Great, yeah. <laughs> um, I think given the amount of points you got in the fish army. There'd be a fairly low priority put that way in this construction. Yep. I think I'd rather have you know, points elsewhere. In rock hard infantry. Mm. Two up points elsewhere, anti aircraft, I can have two you have two twenty millimetres for three points or two forty millimetres for four points. So <laughs> find an extra point somewhere, I think. It's a... Yeah, the two Bofors guns isn't bad, I don't think, for for the the cost and what it does yeah. is eighty seven, isn't it? I mean, it hasn't got a gun shield, um, but, but you know, you're know you going to be dug in anyway, so that seems a fairly minor distinction. I think you know it's definitely going to be, if, you got, if you're going to take AA, you're going to take the 40mm over the 20. Hmm. And the Fokker, which, yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's cheap. Has it, no machine guns. It's all bombs. Yeah, it's like it reminds me of the Italian one. Whatever that is, I can't remember. Banco. That's oh, it. Right. Reminds me exactly of that because it's just got bombs. It's a not. It, I don't know. Didn't blow me away. It's trained. <laughs> trained. It's not, trained. It's not particularly big bombs. It's only firepower free as well. It's a two fifty pounder. So. Yeah. yeah, but Eddie, you forgot the fact it's fearless. Oh yes. Well, I think it comes all the time with aircraft. Yes. <laughs> yep. How strange. Look at the cards. Yeah. The um, cards are a bit weird. I'd get used to these going back to mid-war cards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some, uh, the first one is Sissy Tactics, which, you know, is a, is a guerrilla thing. So, discard this card that units in formation. whose unit leaders within eight inches of the formation commander. Pass blitz move orders on a two plus until the end of the turn. Um, Seems very situational. But it doesn't specify infantry only, for example, so you could use it on your tanks. This is true. Yep, that's uh, that's valid. So two two plus blitz could be handy. See, it does seem like quite a few points again in a in a points hungry list. Yeah, when skipping through and just trying to find a card that actually isn't the standard. Or well, there's not dead eye or yeah. charmed life. So or, close defense yeah. seems to be the next one. Card fourteen. You can discard this card to give infantry and gun teams as you eight tank free and firepower one plus. 
until the end of the okay. turn. So that's like um Molotov cocktails and sticky bombs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the um I can't remember what the German one is now. The mines. Oh um Panzerneckers. Panzer, thank you, yeah. So finish Panzernecker. Yeah, and then got Pioneer Company. So you can take a whole unit of those Pioneer platoons we were just talking about. Mm, that's not terrible. It's, I can't believe it's three points. Yeah, it's, it's a, pay a premium for a unit that's got no support units. It's just literally yeah. a HQ and two to three Pioneer platoons. And you pay, <laughs> well, you pay, you're paying a point extra for each platoon, basically, to have that. To have them, many of them. I suppose it's well, a lot of flamethrowers, but it's... Uh... And they cross minefields on a 3 plus and dig in again on a 3 plus. Yeah. That's just standard pioneer rules, so isn't it? Mm. Hey. And then, yeah. Yeah. Lastly, we have Larry Tawney. Or Larry. Is that the last one? Yeah, it's the last card. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of it is just a standard bump. Yeah, the standard yeah. X Wing cards, we call them. Yeah, but Larry, old Larry, he's a um, unit leader. Um, if the, the, the in this formation is within six inches, man, the formation commander unit passes blitz test on a two plus. And if you unit leader of unit's formation is within six inches and in line of sight, the formation commander unit passes last stand checks on a two plus. So it's a good way of bolstering a unit, especially if it's going to be once given on the attack. Yeah. Um, only goes with infantry. Um, quite price, quite ready, pricey, I guess. Four points. Four points. Well, it's four points because the problem is going to be his conditions. Line of six inches and line of sight. So he's going to have to be right up there with that unit. Because if you are in woods or anything like that, you've got a, you've got a small issue there. Uh, I'm not a fan of these kind of things. I am not a fan of these kind of things. I always think, especially in a finish force, you're always going to have... But, I mean, that four points could be a his unit. It seems yeah. like... It just seems like a, yeah, a lot. Yeah. Ugh. That's the cards. That's the fins. Wow. There we go. It's felt, isn't it? Like I say, it is a, it is a pamphlet list. It just has all the bits yeah. in it. Yeah. I suspect when we do a Hungarian one next show, it'll be a bit more to cover. Oh, the most beloved of all the Allied uh, Axis <laughs> Allies. <laughs> favoured child. The favoured child, yeah. Well, the Romanians, we hasn't even come out yet. We don't even have their book yet, so they're sort of a... Well, you can tell the pecking order there, can't you? It's the Finns, Hungarians, and those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we've got all your oil. Yes, yes, yes. Oil, yes, blah, blah, blah. So for the Americans, just bombed it to hell, yeah. Yeah. Well, we you had, had mm. <laughs> Very much past tense, Adolf. So, so, so how are we feeling about Finns mid-war? It's, uh... Uh, I think it's nice. It's a bit of variety. I think the strength is going to be in the infantry again. Yeah. Um, although saying that, the, the tanks have always been popular, I think, because you, you do have a real you know, variety and um, you know, it's a bit wacky, some of the stuff. I think, yeah. the, the, I, think I do think that it's just going to be an infantry-heavy force. Generally speaking. Yeah. Well, they didn't have any tanks, that's why. Exactly. Well, they did. After they borrowed some. 
<laughs> Do you mind awfully? Just borrow your tanks for this battle. Thank you very much. Um, I mean, they, they are they do play differently because you've got to be aggressive with them in the right way. Yeah. Let's say if the terrain favours them, it could be they can go quite. I imagine they'll go quite well as well. Yeah, I think it's, it's one of those historical, nicely captured historical factors. Mm -hmm. In a stand-up fight on a flat field, you'll get rolled because you, you just don't have you just don't have the combined arms elements. No. Um, conversely, through a heavily wooded board, you're going to run rough shot through people. Oh yeah, so. yeah. Ne ne never let the fish play get to the get to the venue first to set up. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> it's nothing but trees, Basil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why. Why are there no? You know, you've put all these trees up, but there's no like wood bases for them. Oh no, no the whole table's forest. Oh, how is it now? Oh. This rose, what more do you want? <laughs> yeah. The roads have got trees on them. <laughs> yeah. I, I think any, any existing finished player is not going to be too upset with this from mid war, put that way. No, it does what it says in the tin, doesn't it? I like to say, it's going to be fun, fun playing against Soviets at the wood table. Everyone's, everyone's gangster till, till the tree starts speaking Finnish, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. So we talk um, events and your, how are you guys getting ready for warfare and stuff? Um, yeah, so we've got Salute 2021 uh, is on the 13th of November. You guys didn't hear that last time, which is the War Games show. <coughs> no gaming as such. It'd be interesting to see who actually makes it for that one. Um, and then Warfare 2021 at the Ascot Racecourse, 27th and 28th of November. Are there still places for that at the moment? I, I I don't know. I'm not sure. The communication we've had has been sparse so far. Because it's kind of waiting to see what happens. Yeah, I suppose it's early yeah, yeah. days, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I do know that. I do know they were looking at the um. Uh, b -b 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 team Yankee tournament as well, and things like that. So I think they're just waiting to see how many people they can fit in, where they can fit them in. Yeah, yeah, and it's going to be Flames, a bit of a moving, moving feat. Flames of War Late War is forty players. Having a quick look at the tickets. Lots of everything. All the we'll, we'll cut this out in post. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course I will. Yeah, yeah, no, no worries. It'd be great. Uh, five left. Oh. Okay. Right, so it's, you know, Five out of 40. To, using this mass, there's 35 players so far. That's impressive, Pretty actually. Uh, given, given, you know, given the circumstances we were in at this point you know, in time, I'm actually yeah. really you know, really quite impressed to actually managed to get Omas full I think, up. I think a lot of players let their tickets ride from True. the previous year yeah. as well. But they're not, not, not diminishing that at all because that's a good turnout, I think. 30 plus. Yeah. So, uh, no, it should be good. In terms of preparation, I'm still vacillating about lists now. I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. You are support I think... for choice. Uh, 
yeah, I am. I, I didn't have a good experience as well with the 2ID the first time out. So I'm going to tweak it and sit, try it again. Um, see where we get to after that. Although I am, I am leaning more and more, I think, to either the 2ID or the British. But that would involve having the British ready, and they're not. Well, you've got five months. That's true. I have. You get them painted in two weeks. That'd be cool. I'd, I'd like to try them. But then it's it's all good on paper, isn't it, until, until you actually get it on the uh, table. Um, yeah. Anything can happen. Well, my 100 points, my first one is going to be the Americans that I'm going to face uh, one of you two at Dice when I come back. Okay. So yeah. get those finished off, so I've got an army in a bag ready to go. Nice. And what's that? Is that the um the ones with the M twelves and all that kind of stuff? Yes, that's the one with no infantry. Yep. Just no yeah. infantry. Dear for, God. For shiggles. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Good stuff. Shall we scoot and shoot? We shall. Yeah. Or what? That's the way around. That's that's why yeah. I keep losing my games. <laughs> well, no, that's, that's scoot away and then shoot the trees oh, damn it. <laughs> therefore destroying our own cover alerting the enemy to our presence and then we get destroyed yeah I'm now in trouble I do think shooting shoot the trees is definitely the tactic you want to do when you're facing the fins though so, yes <laughs> deprive them of cover you know it's just like <laughs> scorched earth policy <laughs> <laughs> So tonight's dice is, I'm not quite sure what it is. I think it's a custom dice kit. It's basically two crossed hammers in kind of like a cog. I can't work out what it is. I'll, I'll put a picture up and maybe we'll work two it out. Two hammers in a cog. It's like, it's not it's a kind of army It's almost mechanicum, yeah, but it's not quite. I think it might be something else entirely, but. So I haven't quite worked Fair out enough. what this is. I'm going to go into, I think we're going to do a finish skill, since we're having the finish episode, and we'll, um. So they're crafty, so they're it's a plus. A trained but crafty. Oh, yes, of course, crafty. Crafty. Which the five is very relevant whether they're crafty or not, because I passed it, but yes. Yes. There you are, we scooted. Success. Again. I mean, we, we missed everything we shot at, but we at least we ran away. <laughs> That's the right way to do it. Yeah. Rather miss everything and then just stand there and go, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, what have I done? The Armored Train Wreckman podcast you've been listening to with Shoes and Scoot, the Play the World podcast and the team at Breakthrough Assault in the UK. I was brought to you by support from Battlefield Hobbies, Dice of War, and Total Manil! What? That is a Finnish finish war cry that translates as roughly as shoot them in the balls. I thought you said Tom Bombadil. I thought we'd do like some yeah. sort of weird Lord of the Rings thing. <laughs> Tom Bombadil! <laughs> Tom Bombadil! Yeah, I thought you'd gone all Marillion then. Just time. <laughs> ah, time for a flute solo. Are you ready? Yeah. You're listening to Shoot and Scoot.
<laughs> See, how far can he get from memory? See, first, first, he's, first he's trying to steal his wife, and now he's trying to steal his, in, his, his intro. <laughs> in, that, in that order. <laughs>